everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of My So Pod Life, the podcast where we lovingly examine the Delia's catalog nostalgia. That is My So Called Life. We're your host, Kate. And Selena. Hi, everybody. Uh, just a reminder to follow us on Instagram at My So Pod Life for visual references from the show and our personal fashion photos. Uh, you can also get in touch with us at mysopodlife at gmail.com. And we love reading your emails about your experience with the show or your non-constructive criticisms about our show. <laughs> uh, we also love seeing pictures of your tragic 90s fashion, so keep them coming. I love it when people send us pictures yes. of them in their clothes, so uh, we always love to see that. This week, we are talking about episode 13 titled Pressure, and if you'll recall, last week Jordan finally admitted that he's capable of having feelings, and that those feelings are from Angela when he climbed down off his tower and deigned to hold her hand in public. <laughs> <laughs> So keep that in mind as we go forward. Um, how much time do we think has passed from like what we saw last week to what is happening this week? Like a week. Okay, that's yeah. what I assume. I think it was like a week. Yeah, it's not like a month of no, the relationship. I think it's been like a week. Okay. Ah, oh, so sad. Okay. <laughs> also, this is another episode that makes uh, sense just to split it down the middle because it's uh, pretty intertwined. So Selena's yeah. going to take the first half of why Jordan can't get it in. <laughs> All right, so Jordan's trying to teach Angela to drive, and it's going about as well as you'd expect, which is to say horribly. Does this scare you about your driving test that's happening? Well, the person who's teaching me to drive is not a dumbass. Okay. So no. (laughs) Good. Um, But also a little, but no. Yeah. Um, Because Jordan, you you don't have somebody that's just going to like shove their face on your face as soon as you stall out. Right, to shut me out or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So um, she apologizes, but he shuts her up with a kiss, which is, I guess, really the only trick he has up his sleeve. That's like his thing. So she's so sorry about Red, but Jordan thinks there are other things she should be sorry for. I'm really sorry. I couldn't find the break. How long are we supposed to keep doing this? I know. I mean, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. But what do you want me to do? I mean, I know what you want me to do, but... Uh, so it looks like she did find the break actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh but jordan wants to just do it already in the car but angela doesn't like that idea and asks if he expects her to just choose a place which actually he does so she goes to geometry because whatever jordan yeah and she like jokes that like oh we should we could totally do it in my room tonight while my parents are asleep and he's like oh really yeah no this freaking no dude i know this dum-dum doesn't understand like yeah i don't want to do it my first time in your car in the school parking lot yeah like sorry yeah anyway in the hallway ricky and ryan are trashing cynthia hargrove and her nose ring when angela (laughs) walks up uh they say that angela is a big improvement because apparently that's the last person jordan had sex with in voiceover Angela is obsessed with doing it. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about it. The, like, fact of it. That people had sex. That they just had it. That sex was this thing people had. Like a rash. Or a, a Rottweiler. Everything started to seem, like, pornographic or something. Like, Miss Krasnowski has sex. So does Mr. Katimsky. They both have sex. They could have sex together, like right now. 
I am like the sickest person. Yep. No, you're not. I do this too. <laughs> what currently? Yeah. Yeah. I fully do this. Like I'll see, I'll see people in public and be like, like if I see an odd, like a different looking person, and I'm not saying that to be like politically correct or polite. I mean, if I see like like a man shaped like Humpty Dumpty, where he's like giant. <laughs> With like tiny legs I'm like someone has sex with him like how how does that work and what does that look like like I totally do this so yeah you're not yeah. sick Angela unless okay. we're both sick but you are you're okay. sick I'll take it I don't care email email us if you also do this because I can't be the only one so at the chase house Patty is sneezing while Graham is laughing up a storm on the phone Hallie and her fiancé will be coming over for dinner Friday, which promises to be a grand old time, it sounds like. Mm. Danielle asks who Hallie Lowenthal is so that we can finally learn that that is the name of the obnoxious woman in Graham's cooking class since they never told us in the last episode. Yeah. Angela comes in and says she's not hungry, and Patty says she's not running a restaurant. In true Chase family fashion, Danielle is saying stuff about flu shots and what happened to other people who got them while Patty and Graham ignore her and talk about Angela. (laughs) You know, we said we wanted to meet this Jordan if they're going out. Are they going out? They're not going out. I would know if they're going out. Doesn't he drive her home sometimes? We don't even know what kind of a driver he is. Not to mention... Not to mention what else we can't mention. Exactly. And he has a car. car has doors and seats. Oh, God. I mean, they may as well have their own apartment. So do I have to? We have to meet him. I hate the way she says apartment. apartment. <laughs> yeah, it really bothered me. Uh, yeah, then Danielle gets everyone's attention by saying that Jordan and Angela could be doing foreplay. Oh and I God. simultaneously died and threw up in my mouth a little. Oh, why does she know that? Why does she say doing foreplay? Mm, like, yeah. I didn't know that word when I was her age. Me neither. Uh. Anyway, later that night in the kitchen, Angela is making herself a sandwich, and it reminds me of how I used to sneak into the kitchen like that and how my secret night food always tasted the best. <laughs> I was usually cereal, but... I've never had secret night food, but I maybe love secret I should night start. Food. It's yeah. real good. She sees a shadow outside, and it turns out to be Jordan, but I am legit terrified by this scene <laughs> because it's shot like it might be a horror movie. Yeah. And also, I can't even imagine the hellfire that would rain down on me if my boyfriend had come over in the middle of the night when I was 16. So For real. I would be dead right now. My parents, I would not be here. No. My parents would be like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, my dad would have come down in his underwear and been like, uh, get out of my house, young boy. Yeah, and I would have <laughs> been in trouble forever. Yes. Yeah. So that was uh, that was traumatic to watch. But Jordan just saunters <laughs> in. And for once, I agree with something he says. Wow, food. Yep. <laughs> food. Oh, food. <laughs> he says he has to go and they make out for a little. And then he proposes that they do the sex in the empty house that has been for sale for a long time in the neighborhood. It's cool. They can totally climb in a window. <laughs> so you want to? Like breaking and entering? Just entering. Just entering. What does that mean? 
<laughs> Ask your mom. Okay. Patty comes down calling Angela's name and Jordan, unconcerned, keeps chomping on cold cuts. Mm-hmm. He's Patty, like hiding in the kitchen. But he's hiding in the kitchen, but he's just like real casually eating meat. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not anything to be concerned. Like he's not even trying very hard to hide. No. Like, yeah. She he, could come all the way down the stairs. That's all she would have to do. Yeah. And he like sneaks out at one point and is standing like three feet away. Yeah. Just kind of like in the doorway. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Patty gives her a bunch of guff about eating in the middle of the night and how important family dinner is and that they need to meet Jordan. So she goes back in the kitchen and agrees to go to the sex house with Jordan and then they make out some more. <laughs> And this is actually like there this little moment that Jordan is like, oh, so you like me? And she's like, shut up. And he's like, your mom says you like me. The only the, moment that I find him charming. Yeah, it and was super cute. That's it. Not before, For not like after. That's five it. seconds. Yeah. yeah. I liked it when he said the thing about the food. Yeah. <laughs> so this scene is basically all we get of Jordan being uh, charming, except for where he's trying to like pressure her into having sex in the abandoned house. Right. Every young girl's dream. Yeah. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I just like to go around to abandoned houses and do sex in them because like I miss the days of guys being like, let's just go to the sex house. Yeah. And now if you did that, it would be like a lot of transient people like squatting there and living there. So you'd have to like, you know, push like some needles out of the way and stuff, but you could find a space. You can bring a tarp. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, (laughs) the next day Sharon and Angela run into each other in Angela's porch while Sharon is returning Patty's chafing dish. Good continuity. This is the chafing dish she uh, borrowed for the Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. Angela tells her that she's about to get a flu shot and asks Sharon about her breakup with Kyle and whether there was like a reason. I guess I'd have to say it was my beliefs. I didn't feel like I should give up my beliefs even even for Kyle. So Angela figures this means Sharon is a virgin, but Sharon says, no, they had sex all the time. Her belief was that Kyle was a butthead, (laughs) which uh, I agree with. Mm -hmm. At the doctor's office, Angela is getting her flu shot and she dances around asking the doctor how many people her age are actually having sex. And the doctor tells her to use a condom and a sponge. I never learned about the sponge (laughs) until I was an adult and watched that Seinfeld episode. Yeah. What teenager is going to use a sponge? I didn't know that literally did not know they existed till I was like 22. No. And also if I was like 15 or 16 and my doctor said use a sponge and I was like, okay, how does that work? And they described it to me. I'd be I like, d- no, <laughs> I probably wouldn't care about that. But I just like, I just had no clue what that was. I would just be like, no, I that doesn't sound like that works at all. Like <laughs> that doesn't sound, I wouldn't believe that. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Also, Angela in the scene is wearing an outfit that inspired me to get overalls the first time around in yeah. high school and the current time that I have them now. Same. It, it looks so good. Same. <laughs> yeah. That's why I have them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I often wear them with a shirt that she like I have a shirt that looks like hers where it's like a little black tee. Yeah. Because it's just it's it looks like. I, yeah. I, I also do the long sleeve black and white striped shirt. Yeah. Underneath. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just bought a new one of those from the collection at Target that is like 90s inspired. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, where do, I need a shorter shirt because it doesn't tuck into my overalls. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'll just buy this 90s shirt at the Target for my overalls. And I was like. I'm 36. If you if you wrote to the people at Target and told them that that's why they'd be like mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations Target. Um so at the Chase house it's Friday night and Hallie and her fiance Brad are there for dinner. Such a fiance name. Yeah. But Patty isn't. She is stuck at work. She says she'll be back by eight o'clock, but cut to what I assume is later than that because I can't read an analog <laughs> clock that fast. And Graham and Hallie and Brad are all in the kitchen doing performative cooking shenanigans and Patty is nowhere to be seen. 
So Hallie makes some comment about how Graham is going to make them all rich. And while Graham stuffs whole fish with uh, rice, yeah. <laughs> Brad tells him they've been thinking they should open a restaurant and Graham should be the chef. Hallie comes bursting out of the bathroom mid-flush. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> you can hear it. Just, like, it's still flushing. It's like she just, she just like, jet, like, jettisoned herself off the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> when she heard that this conversation was being had without her. Barely pulling stuff up. Yeah, like, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> to ask Graham to say yes to this proposal with the excitement of a person who must not know that opening a restaurant is one of the best ways to lose all your money and ruining your life. Oh, my gosh. And so she... She it's revealed in this moment that she sells commercial space. Yeah. And okay, my husband is in commercial real estate, so she should know oh, I better. I forgot about that. I know this. Yeah, because, because how many times are you turning over a restaurant yes. that closed? Yeah, and how many times have I heard him say like, oh, somebody called on this property and they want to open a restaurant and I have to like, I can tell them that they can look at it, but it's like, it's not going to work and blah, blah. Like, I know this based on just the little things that he said. Yeah. She knows that she should know better. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't even think about that part of it. Yeah. Come on, Hallie. Yeah. So then the doorbell rings and... Oh. Oh, back at you. Is Angela here? Are you Jordan? Yeah. Are you her dad? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you uh, guys are going to a party. Is that what Angela said? You mean you're not? No, we are. Uh, gosh. <laughs> so I guess they invite him in. And in the kitchen, Brad asks Jordan if he has a major, which is a weird question for a high school high student. School? Yeah. I, I don't know. And Jordan says he doesn't think so. And they're like, no, you would, you would know. know if you did. <laughs> All three of the adults are staring at him and it's super awkward. Yeah. Angela's trying to get out of going to this party at the sex house uh, by saying that she'll understand if Graham doesn't feel comfortable, but that doesn't work out. So she leaves with Jordan. I've totally pulled this move with my parents. Like I used to have a thing because I hate, I mean... I have agoraphobia and I had it when I was little and I didn't like spending the night at anybody's house. And so I would have friends that would call me and say like, Hey, do you want to spend the night? Like ask your mom. So I would be on the phone and I'd be like, totally. I'll ask my mom. And I'd be like, mom, can I spend the night? And she's just shaking my head. No, like, no, no. And then if they were over, like, and they would be like, go ask your mom. I would like wide eyed go up to my mom and like subtly shake my head. No. And be like, Hey, can I stay over the night at Laura's house? And just be like, I mean, if you don't want me to go because I have like chores or if we have to get up early and my mom would totally see my face and be like, oh, no, I think we're going to go like to go see family tomorrow. You can't go. And I'd be like, oh, shucks, I can't go. (laughs) So like luckily my mom, I think there was only a couple times where she didn't read it. And I was like, "Mm, now I have to go. But yeah. Uh, Well, that was nice of her to to like play along with you i think it was easier to do that than for me to call her at two in the morning and be like come get me i can't stay here yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so uh over at the sex house they (laughs) climb into a window and angela wants to be assured that the cops won't just burst in which is a real mom thing to worry about right the kids are making out all over including the aforementioned cynthia who jordan used to like do it with they're doing foreplay Yep. (laughs) Jordan announces that there are no empty rooms, so they wait awkwardly by the fireplace, probably just because he can't take the awkwardness. Jordan says he'll be right back and takes off. Oh, and this place is so gross. It's so gross. I would not. Just like jizzy bedrooms. Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) Rayanne comes up and says she has to leave. She rode with Tino, says she has to go, and Angela begs her to stay. 
when Jordan comes back, there's an empty room, but Angela begs off saying that she's worried about Rayanne and has to go. Like, and then he's like, then go. Yeah. And it's just, ugh. yeah. Back at the Chase house, Graham, Hallie, and Brad are still discussing the restaurant. Patty finally comes in and apologizes for being so late. She wants to know what this great idea that they're so amped about is, but instead of seeing her crap all over it like you know she will, we cut to the dinner table where they're all talking about Jordan and how he's so hot and dumb. <laughs> what is he like? Oh, you know. No, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Well, I don't know. He's a, a kid, you know? <laughs> You're asking a man, sorry, sorry, to describe someone when I'm sitting here? Here's what he's like. Fairly out of it, not unintelligent, sort of um, stray puppy. You know, the type you're always trying to ease their pain. He may even be a halfway decent person, but let me tell you, trouble. Way too gorgeous. <laughs> I'm going to say unintelligent. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. So after dinner, Hallie and Brad drive off and Patty and Graham talk about how Hallie is kind of a loony. <laughs> they talk about the restaurant and Graham says he's not getting involved. And then finally, Patty says what I want to hear. I mean, do you know the failure rate for new restaurants? It's like the riskiest business there is. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> it really is. It's like this and upscale boutiques. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys don't do this. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. So I'm taking over from here. At school the next day in the girls' bathroom, Sharon uh, says that she heard Angela went home sick from a reaction to the flu shot. Rayanne says that's BS and that Angela just couldn't face Jordan. Sharon asks uh, what he did now, like she's already over Jordan's crap, and I love her. <laughs> she's like, oh, what do you do now? Rayanne tells her that Jordan's pissed because Angela won't sleep with him. Rayanne doesn't know why Angela is, quote, making such a big deal over something that's over in like three seconds. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. And Sharon feels bad that Angela is scared to have sex. Uh, oh, no. OK, so then we cut to Angela and Sharon up in Patty and Graham's bedroom oh, watching a marital aid VHS tape with some sensual intimacy or whatever. Uh, OK, Sharon uh, swiped her parents' mom and dad porn to teach Angela about sex. And they're watching it like two kids who found the Playboy channel. Sharon is acting all old pro about it. And then she asks Angela if she and Jordan have ever. And we get Angela's internal monologue. There's this dividing line between girls who've had sex and girls who haven't. And all of a sudden, we both realized that we were looking at each other across it. Sharon says Angela can ask her anything. There's a PSA about always using condoms. They discuss when you know that you're ready. Sharon says, you'll just know, which is advice that is never, ever helpful. Seriously. And then she says this. The only strange thing is that after that, having sex was like expected. Because you can't like go back. I mean, I kind of stopped mattering if, if like... I wanted to. Ugh. Oh, and that makes me so sad. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> Sharon tells Angela that she should talk to Jordan because she has a tendency to shut people out. And Angela says she knows. Um, between the last episode and this one, I really love how Angela and Sharon are coming back together as friends. And that even though Sharon's exterior screams embarrassing craft mom, she's actually pretty <laughs> cool and is like slowly being accepted into the exalted gang. Because um, she just has kind of more interactions with them. And I like it every time. Yeah. 
Graham interrupts their porno sesh because after all they're watching this in his bedroom, which like bad plan, you guys. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they jump up and grab the VHS tape and stash it under his bed. <laughs> Outside, Sharon and Angela say goodbye while Brian aimlessly rides his bike in the street, probably because he knew they were both at Angela's house and decided to lurk outside until they came out. Yeah. Uh, Angela starts to ask if she can borrow his bike and then has a shocking moment of self-awareness. I'm sorry. I was going to ask if I could borrow your bike, but forget it i'm always doing this i'm always asking you for something that's totally unfair for me to ask you for it's like a sick habit and just because you're polite about it doesn't mean it's right it's not it's wrong totally selfish of me and i'm never doing it again okay but then she pauses and he rolls his eyes and hands his bike over because he loves her oh brian but also, I like this moment felt like such a relief to yeah. watch her say this because you're like, oh wow, she's you know. real. Yeah, like oh she's real. Oh no, she's not. She doesn't care. She's yeah. just gonna do it anyway. And she's totally gonna do it again. Yeah, <laughs> like and tomorrow again and again and again. Upstairs, Graham has discovered the sexy tape and is watching Gunther rub Liz's feet all over his face because quote no desire is shameful or abnormal. <laughs> Patty walks in in a head to toe look that is anti sexy. It's oh i don't even know how to it's like a it's a turtleneck and an ill-fitting suit and her hair at like the momest mom level it's yeah it's real bad (laughs) when graham says i found your tape she's shocked and denies that it's hers and asks why she would ever buy a tape like that he quote jokes (laughs) because their sex life has become mechanical and boring this devolves into an argument about whether or not he uh, he was serious about the whole restaurant thing and it ends with both of them storming off and slamming doors at jordan's house garage i don't know he's working on a car angela angela rolls up on brian's bike to talk to him uh when she walks up and says hi jordan looks like he's outraged that she has the nerve to exist and to talk to him and i'm already so enraged by his reaction it's he's just like and like rolls his eyes yeah she tries to apologize for friday night uh don't (laughs) he gets pissed and tells her to stop lying that he knows that she didn't have to leave because of rayanne because rayanne has been clean for weeks he's mad at her for lying because suddenly i guess jordan has principles and integrity out of nowhere Ah, and then this. It's so hard to explain because it's not going to sound right because part of me really wants to, but... This is the whole reason I didn't want to start this in the first place. Why? Because you knew you wouldn't get sex? You'd just be wasting your time? Because you don't get it, okay? You're supposed to. It's accepted. It's what you're supposed to do. Unless you're, like, abnormal. Wow. Do I want to kick my foot through his stomach until it snaps his spine? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is so awful. And then pull his spine out of his body like a fatality in Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is so, so terrible. Like, okay, I was a high school virgin. Like, I relate to this moment. But, like... Holy crap, like guys, I mean, tried to put me through crap before and like I would just tell them like, then break up with me. I'm not going to sleep with you. Like, no, you know, it's no loss for me. Like, I don't really care. Uh, Girls, don't take this crap from guys. If you're in high school and you're listening to this and you want to wait, don't don't let guys do this to you because just be like, all right. Don't let guys do anything, honestly. (laughs) Don't let them get away with anything. Yeah, just be like, none of it. All right. Bye then. (laughs) 
I like can... teach them early that they're not going to get away with it. Yeah. So they grow up to be men who stop trying to get away with it. Oh my gosh. This is, uh, she's so devastated that she walks off and leaves Brian's bike and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the morning, Angela is in Patty and Graham's room to retrieve the, the sex VHS, which we find out is called a guide to better loving barf. Uh, she grabs it out of the VCR just as Graham comes out of the bathroom. She fumbles and drops it as she tries to shove it into her bag and then just picks it up in plain sight. She and Graham exchange a look and she's like, I just don't even want to talk about it, which is like so great. Like she doesn't even try to hide it. Um, at the, at school, the bus driver sees Brian and gives him Angela's backpack, which she left on the bus. Cut to Brian and Ricky in the AV room watching the sex tape, implying that Brian went through her bag because, of course, he would. Yeah. Uh, and when Brian and Ricky deliver these back-to-back amazing lines. My parents have a vibrator. It sounds like a lawnmower. I wish I could get away with bicycle shorts. <laughs> uh, oh. Also gross that you would know that your parents have a vibrator. Yeah. Uh, also, Ricky, you can. Yeah, seriously. Please. You feel free. Yeah, do it. Um, in the bathroom, Angela is horrified while Ricky is recounting that what actually happened is that Brian was trying to put the bag in his locker and the sex tape fell out. Um, also, Angela looks great in this scene. She's wearing like a dark green chenille uh, turtleneck sweater and her hair and makeup are on point. Like everything looks great. Yeah. Um, she says that every moment of her relationship with Jordan has sucked. Word. And now it's over and maybe she should have just done it with him. And then Ricky, once again, is the best. I should have just had sex with him. Why not? It would have been so simple. But maybe it shouldn't be so simple. I mean, not that I know know what I'm talking about or anything. Because I've never, you know, experienced this or what have you. But even if I did meet the perfect person... I just think it should be like a miracle. Like seeing a comet. Or just feeling like you're seeing one. Seeing the other person's perfectness. Or something. And if you do it before you're even ready, how are you going to see all that? Aww. Aww. And like Wilson Cruz has a way of delivering these lines so they don't sound like saccharine garbage. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, he's that's really good. <sighs> okay, so cut to Graham slopping cat food into a bowl, and I don't know why they keep wasting money on this cat food since this cat doesn't exist. Yep, there's no cat. No <laughs> cat. Maybe this is a situation conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is like a situation where the cat died or ran away, but Patty and Graham cannot emotionally accept it. So they just keep buying food and litter, hoping that one day it'll come back. That's the Chase's dark secret. Yeah. Like the Scientologists do for L. Ron Hubbard. They like set a place for the cat in case he comes back one day, but it won't. Oh, like L. Ron Hubbard is Elijah? Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. I can't believe I didn't know that. I can't believe there was a Scientology fact that I did not know. Oh my gosh, Selena. So the house that's in, uh, where is it? Um, Hemet. Yeah. There's a full staff. If, if the, you know, the documentaries and whatever books have are true, there's a full staff that maintains that house for living conditions in case he returns. That's their only what? job is to like set table. Like, How did I not know settings that? And wash the linens and do all that stuff just that's in case he comes back. Crazy. Yeah. So that's what they're doing with this cat. That's okay. my theory. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> Uh, Patty comes in saying she snuck away from work a little early for some afternoon delight, but Graham doesn't take the bait, so to speak. (laughs) Uh, They talk about the restaurant idea. 
Graham says he got carried away with the idea of it, but it's a good idea. And Patty says that she just wants him to have everything that he wants. And he says, I already do. Uh huh. Cut to us being forced to witness them make out on the couch. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> the marital uh, sensual intimacy. <laughs> God, uh, sensual intimacy. Yeah, is interrupted by a ringing phone, which makes them have stilted conversations about the restaurant again, in which they flip flop again. Graham says it could be good. Patty says he she has faith in him. Uh, no. Say what? She does not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They kiss again, but then he's too tired and she has stuff to do. Oh, no. Was the VHS tape right about their boring mechanical sex life? Maybe she should put her feet on his face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because no desire is too abnormal or strange or whatever. Um, Graham is napping on the couch when Brian comes to the door to return the backpack and learn that Danielle or learn from Danielle that Angela left his bike over at Jordan's. Uh, Brian starts to lay into Angela about the bike when Angela doesn't defend herself. He can tell that something happened, and he asked, what's up? I'm just kind of sad, that's all. About boys. What about boys? Just how they only care about, you know, getting you into bed or something. I mean, don't they? Not all boys. So, is that... Is that, like, a problem you're having? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think about it all the time, but... Wait, you think about it all the time? Brian? Yeah, shut up. Boys don't have the monopoly on thinking about it. They don't? No. And, like, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is one of the first times that I remember seeing girls being represented as, like, sex positive yeah. without it being attached to... And she's like kind of slutty. Right. Or or like a very special episode kind of thing. Yeah, because it's like uh, Kelly Taylor in 90210 was this way, but it was also attached to like she had a reputation that she was constantly trying to like defend and leave behind. Well, and then, yeah. And, and then even later in that series, like she they they uh, have the spelling verse thing that happens where like if you uh, have an abortion, you can never get pregnant again. Yeah. Um. Or like the thing where like Brenda had sex with Dylan, but then like so many people were outraged and wrote letters because there were no consequences that right. they had to break up the next episode because she was like too scared that they were getting too close, which is like, that doesn't make any that's sense. That's not a thing that happens. No. <laughs> um, not with teenagers anyway. Yeah, no. Like 40 year old man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like not teenagers. But yeah, I thought that this was awesome that they were re representing her as just like, yeah, I think about it. Of course I do. And it yeah. wasn't a whole thing of like, oh, she's that kind of girl. Right. Yeah. Um, so grandma's hiding on the couch listening to this whole exchange. He's like pretending to be napping and just kind of slinks down in the cushions. Uh, outside Patty is getting in her paddy wagon. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. When she sees Jordan parked out front with Brian's bike in his car trunk. She makes a point of staring ha at him so that he knows that she sees him. And it's like enough already, Patty. Like yeah, it's seriously. so aggressively staring. And then she backs out and stares at him and they make eye contact. And then she stares. It's like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Hi. I see you. <laughs> uh, Brian walks out and tells Jordan that the bike is actually his and that he can just leave it there in case she needs to use it again. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, Jordan knocks on the back door and walks in uninvited. It's <laughs> like he strolled in to yeah. eat midnight meat. Yeah. The last time. He doesn't know vampire etiquette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And they have this conversation near the living room while Grandma's still hiding and eavesdropping on the couch. So are we supposed to say something? Like official? Because... You don't have to say anything. 
It's sort of like when you were letting me drive your car. I loved it. It made me feel really powerful. But also really terrified. Like I wasn't ready for that much freedom. Well, you should know I won't hold it against you. If your name ever comes up. Thanks. No sweat. Wow, the gallantry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, word? You won't hold it against me? Thank you. Thanks so much. What a gentleman. Uh, okay, so then she starts blathering about sex and how it's a big deal because sex and death are kind of the same thing and life is a circle. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and same. Thank you for sparing us. Um, they exchange some niceties about driving. And then this happens. Your hair. Why it's really soft. Like in the back. I'm really going to miss that. Yeah. I guess this is it. So. Goodbye. Bye. Oh. Yeah. So you agree? <laughs> I'm really going to miss your hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, the worst. I know. So that's their breakup. Like she's crying and being like, I'm really going to miss you. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, can I go now? Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. We're still doing this. <sighs> so sad. And we see Graham on the couch all heartbroken over having to hear his daughter break up with her dumb, dumb boyfriend. And it's sad. <laughs> and remember, like, so all this happened in a week. They held hands probably talked on the phone a couple times in between that he wanted to get it in she said no and then so they're just like all right bye like saddest relationship yeah <laughs> uh, super not worth any of this no aggravation out on a very well-staged street that looks like no street in california in the fall so a plus to all the props and set design for trucking and all that foliage <laughs> yeah. uh angela is riding brian's bike with no hands and we get this parting voiceover people always say how you should be yourself like yourself is this definite thing, like a toaster or something. Like you can know what it is even. But every so often, I'll have like a moment when just being myself in my life, right where I am, is like enough. Aw, yay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, that was rough. I hate Jordan. Jordan is the worst. He is the worst. And that's, uh, I don't know. I'm assuming like teenage girls are supposed to be all like, oh, you're such a bad boy and he's so cute and whatever. And I know that still like even women our age like fetishize him and are yeah. just like, oh, Jordan Catalano. But it's just like when you really when you, watch this. And when you revisit it too, it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. This, no. <laughs> he's horrible the worst he has almost no redeeming qualities no like he he's He's nice for two seconds during midnight meat fest and that is it yeah and it's like okay maybe he's kind of cute and then he talks and you're like oh like i never yeah yeah like i don't have any tolerance for cute boy who is dumb and useless no no you immediately become ugly to me yeah exactly and like no amount of long greasy like musician hair is Is gonna yeah this lack of conversation where she's like i don't know whatever yeah yeah Yeah. like it's like half of the things he says aren't even words it's just kind of like sounds yeah and just yeah grunts 
Ugh. The worst. Speaking of the worst, <laughs> let's do It Hurts to Look at You. We don't even do this on purpose. I know. <laughs> it hurts to look at you. All right. Best look from this week. I mean, for me, it's going to be the overalls. Yeah. It's, it's the overalls. And the black shirt. Yeah. Her her flu shot look. Yeah. Her flu yeah. shot look is my favorite. Yeah. I highly recommend if you don't own overalls, get them, get, get a little black tee and wear it underneath. And like so some, great. Yeah. Some Vans or some Converse. And you're, it's like it's like a white t-shirt and jeans it's just like a good timeless awesome looks good looks comfortable flattering on everyone yeah yeah do this thing love it worst look it's patty's porn look <laughs> it is. her mom hair and her turtleneck mm-hmm. and her ill-fitting gray suit oh do you think they put her in a turtleneck because it like to show that she's like, like a buttoned penis? up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i do <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine was between that and Jordan's like, uh, awful. It's the thing. I think he's wearing it in the garage and it's the same thing that he wore for like three different days in the last episode where it's like the thermal and the, the mechanic shirt yeah. and the baggy jeans. Cause that's just his like dirt his bag uniform. uniform. Yeah. yeah. So either one of those, but ugh, my gosh. All right. Okay guys, come back next week. We're going to talk about on the wagon. The next episode, we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Join us each week for a new episode of My SoPod Life. Follow us on Instagram at My SoPod Life to check out visuals from the show. You can also get in touch with us at MySoPodLife at gmail.com and on Facebook at My SoPod Life to join in the conversation. And please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcastery. Talk to you next week. Um, when you said what else they could be doing... Did he mean like foreplay?